Hello, White Oak. I hope you had a great Christmas. And I think I speak for everyone when I say that we are all looking forward to a brand new year. When we look back at 2020, there will be plenty that makes this year like none that any of us have ever experienced. For me, 2020 has been full of every emotion ever known. As we look forward to a brand new year and everything that 2021 may have in store here at White Oak, we want to ask the question, what are you devoted to? See, new years provide new opportunities. If I'm going to start something, whether it's a diet or a new health habit, I always look to start it at the start of a new week, a new month, or a new year. There's just something about starting over. For lots of people, the promise of 2021 being better is the promise of a fresh start. Here's the thing though. If I'm talking about my physical health, simply turning over a new day, a new month, or a new year, it doesn't change anything. New days are just an opportunity to start a new path. What we do with our new year means more than the numbers on the calendar. We want to look at 2021 and be focused on the things that really matter. That's why we're titling today's message, Devoted. What we're asking is what are you devoted to? The idea comes from Acts chapter 2. Acts is a book of the Bible that really is a history of the early church. It picks up just as Jesus is ascending back into heaven after his resurrection and follows the birth of the church. It's a history of the first people who put their faith in Jesus and gathered together in community. In Acts chapter 2, we get a snapshot of all the things that they were devoted to. As a new church founded on the teachings of Jesus, this movement caught fire and grew quickly. It's a beautiful picture of people living together, worshiping together, eating together. The book of Acts is a great study. And that's why beginning on January 31st, we will start an eight-week series covering the book of Acts. Consider today a preview as we dive in and see what the early church devoted themselves to. In Acts, we get a picture of what a healthy, growing church looks like. So to study what they did and what they were all about will help us be the same. So as we launch into a new year with endless possibilities, we know that it's up to us to make choices that lead to the full life that Jesus promises. When I read the book of Acts and I read the descriptions of the early church, I say to myself, now that sounds like full life. We're not going to get there by accident, but if we devote ourselves to the same things that the early church did, we're on the path to living a full life and experiencing rich community. We've been longing for this. Today, Nathan is going to dive deeper into Acts chapter 2 for us as we explore just what the first church devoted themselves to. So grab your Bible and settle in and let's learn more together.
It was just a few days shy of two months since Jesus went to the cross and then, to everyone's disbelief, rose from the grave. Now, we're told this by several eyewitnesses of this fact, and they tell us this in their narratives of Jesus' life. Later, we learn that more than 500 people were witness to the resurrected Jesus. So nearly two months later, the message of Jesus is spreading throughout the city of Jerusalem, and the church, the gathering of believers, it emerges. So what we have in the record in the book of Acts is the beginning of something brand new. Now, we love experiencing new things, and that's true for all of us, especially this time of year. My siblings and I had this tradition after Christmas, and after we had opened all of our gifts, we would put them back in their boxes and stack them around the tree in our own individual piles. So multiple times per day for several days after Christmas, we would sit around the tree and, and handle and look at and admire our new gifts. I guess it was sort of like if we were to take those new gifts and use them for their intended purposes, it would somehow like strip away the excitement and the newness of those gifts. So we worked hard to preserve the new feeling we had. Now, we'd finally be forced to put them away when the tree was coming down after New Year, but it was a funny memory for, and, and a fun tradition, and, and it's one which unfortunately I think I've passed down to my kids now too. See, we love new things, but sometimes we work hard at preserving them when they were always intended to be put to use. So we get this peek into a window of the church when it first emerges, and Luke, the author of the book of Acts, tells us what they were doing when they found this new faith. Acts chapter 2, 42 says this, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day, they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. So what did they devote themselves to? So the word devoted evokes a meaning of loyalty, which is on display in study and in action. So devotion comes out in my thought life, what I take in and think about, and in my active life, what I spend my energy doing. So devoted literally means loyalty on display in thought and in action. So what were these first followers of Jesus devoted to? We read that there were these pillars that made up their devotion to this new faith they were experiencing. First one, they were devoted to the apostles' teaching. So they didn't have the New Testament of the Bible in the first church. It was happening in real time, right? And it wouldn't be written down for a few more years. All they had were the teachings from the guys who actually knew and learned from Jesus. So imagine being that close to Jesus' teachings. You're hearing from the guys who heard it from him. So the apostles, as they were called, would gather groups of believers together in their homes and in the temple courts and teach them the things Jesus taught to them. 
They would tell the stories Jesus taught. Jesus's priorities were taught so that these new believers would mimic his priorities. This was a new command. They would literally learn to be like Jesus. This is why teaching from God's word is such a priority for us at White Oak. For adults and teens and children, we find full and lasting life through Jesus' teachings, so we want to be devoted to them. Here's the second thing they were devoted to. They were devoted to fellowship and giving. Now, we're going to toss giving in there because in a couple verses later, we're told that when they were together, they were obsessed with generosity. So when you are devoted to Jesus' teachings, you can't help but become devoted to spending time with other like-minded people. My favorite relationships and favorite moments spent with others have always been when I've been surrounded by other Jesus followers, when we're serving together or doing life together in life groups here at White Oak or sharing a meal with one another. Now, watch what happens. Because when we're devoted to fellowship with one another, a natural outflow is giving. And I think that's because Jesus was always about serving those in need. He was always focused on generosity and calling his followers to trust him more than they trusted their wealth or possessions. I mean, like, do you notice when you're around other like-minded people that the air in the room becomes infectious with that group's energy? I mean, you see it all the time. You see it at rallies or at sporting events. You see it in the room when everyone's more serious about something, but also when the room's filled with laughter. And I think that's what Jesus wants for his people as they gather together. This was a new family. And so it included a lot of love and and laughter, joy, exaggerated generosity, because God's generosity showed towards us is so ridiculous. Here's the third thing they were devoted to. They were devoted to the breaking of bread. Now this can have two different meanings, but we are certain from the text that both were happening regularly. One, they devoted themselves to the Lord's Supper. And we also call that communion. It was the meal which Jesus told his followers to continue on in order to remember his sacrifice for their sins. The bread represented his body on the cross. The wine, represented his blood spilled out for forgiveness. Each time the believers gathered together, they shared in this symbolic meal. But they also enjoyed sharing food with one another. Now, there's just something very special about sitting down to a meal with other people. I mean, you know this, the presence of food, right, makes everything better. That's why we encourage uh, our White Oak family to have people in their homes to share meals with one another. It's why we have snacks at our meetings or gatherings because food just draws us toward one another. And they devoted themselves to to this because these things reminded them of the new relationship with God through Jesus. His life, his friendship, the intimacy they shared with him and one another, and of course, his death on their behalf. Now, the the final pillar we're going to look at today is this. They were also devoted to prayer and worship. And why not? That's exactly how Jesus spent his life here on earth. Jesus often took time to go away and dedicate himself to interacting with his heavenly father. And for these new believers, these weren't just private acts for them individually. These were public acts enjoyed and elevated in a corporate gathering with everybody else. See, prayer and worship 
Like, this is why White Oak values the gathering of children and students and adults. Something powerful happens when we pray and worship and praise God together. There's power in the group. We need each other. We were made for, for congregating. And here, it's, we, we find accountability. We find relationship, new and different perspectives, teaching, the opportunity to serve one another and to learn from one another. God is elevated when we come together, period. That's something which cannot be duplicated when we are alone or at home. Now, you've heard it said, and maybe you've said this too, like um, I know I have at various points in my life, it's been especially popular since the pandemic began. And here's what some of us say, well, well, I can worship and connect with God just fine from my living room. And that's true. You most certainly can do that. And you should be doing that. However, don't make the error of believing that you're substituting the actions of the church for the benefit of your own convenience. Worship, pray, give, learn, and become more like him at home and at work and school and at bedtime and mealtimes and every time and place the highest value on the gathering with other believers who do the same things together. It's simply how it's been done. It's how it was always meant to be done. Now, this season has forced many of us to gather a bit isolated from one another in our homes, and and that's understandable. But I see that only as an opportunity to be equipped to take the love of Jesus into the spaces maybe we weren't doing otherwise. It's not about ease or preference. It's about mission and power. Nathan just pointed out all the things that the early church was devoted to. They were devoted to the teaching of the apostles, the fellowship and generosity of each other, the breaking of bread, and to prayer and worship. So, the question I want to ask you today is, what are you devoted to? What you devote yourself to is also where your loyalty is on display in your mind, heart, and actions. Your devotion is on display in your daily lives, in the decisions you make, and the people with whom you choose to surround yourself. Just like those people who were part of the early church, we have all been given a new season. With each new year, we have the ability to reimagine who we are, how we're growing, and what we should be doing. We all have been given a picture and a gift of what Jesus' church should be about. This isn't time to sit back and admire it. This isn't the time to put it on neatly on a shelf and, and take it down once in a while to fiddle with it and then place it back again. The gift was already opened, and Jesus did not intend for that gift to be held closely to the chest so no one can see. Jesus said, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. The church is the embodiment of Jesus in our culture and in our city. We have been made to be a light to all the world. We have been made for more. The church emerged in a season in order to enjoy the favor of God and one another and to be put to use for the sake of those who didn't yet know Jesus. And with that goal, they would put their hope in Him. Today, I want to challenge you to think about how you can be more devoted to these same things. 
Be devoted to learning from the apostles by committing to being in God's Word every day for the next year. Be devoted to joining a life group and serving together. We have so many options, and you can find our life groups listed on our website. Be devoted to inviting people to join you at our Sunday services or to join you for a meal in your home. Spend time over bread, sharing and talking about the love of Jesus. Be devoted to joining us for worship every week in 2021. Either watch online or attend in person, but make time for worship and fellowship with other believers. Finally, be devoted to being the light for all mankind. Get out there and love your neighbors extravagantly and let them know that Jesus loves them. White Oak, take the gifts out from under the tree. Take them out of their packages. Use them for what they were intended. Be devoted to that in 2021 and watch the hope of Jesus emerge in new and exciting ways in your life.